Two years ago, Ramona Matthews Polk had the worst day of her life. She remembers every detail. It was a Tuesday. Her husband Randy was at their home for lunch, and he was taking his usual 15-minute power nap. Um, And during that 15-minute power hour, he opened our bedroom door. I was sitting in the living room, and he said, I'm having a heart attack. Get me to the hospital. Everything went by quickly from there, and it had to. And I said, no, I'm calling 911. He said, I'll be dead. Um, But by the grace of God, having at that time, we did not have a full hospital, but we did have a ER with a couple of hospital rooms. Ramona and Randy live in Bowie, a small town in North Texas that is about an hour outside of Fort Worth. At the time of Randy's heart attack, the main service the town's hospital offered was their emergency room. Randy is a firefighter with some paramedic experience. Randy knew it takes time for paramedics to gather their gear and equipment on top of driving. So we jumped in the car, flew to the hospital. I dropped him off at the door. He was able to get in. Um, At that point, he was about, his color was gray, turning blue. He was projectile vomiting. I, I knew it was a heart attack, but I didn't know how bad it was. Then the doctor let her know exactly how bad it was. And he said, your husband is actively having the Widowmaker heart attack. He's not going to live. And his blood pressure was 258 over 197. So his heart was about to explode. She says doctors at the emergency room were able to get his blood pressure lowered just enough so he could be flown to a nearby hospital almost 30 miles away. Once they were at that hospital, the cardiac surgeon gave Ramona a grim update. And he said that 1% live through the Widowmaker heart attack. And he said, and I... He said, and we're going to do the surgery in one hour. You have one hour to get your affairs in order. Ramona got to see Randy before he went into surgery. We went in and we didn't discuss one thing about it. We didn't talk about anything because how do you look someone in the face and tell them that your doctor just said you have one hour to live? Randy survived that night, but prefers not to discuss it himself. Ramona still gets emotional just thinking about it and what might happen in case of another emergency. Had we not had that emergency room, my husband, there's no ifs, ands, or buts about it, would have died that evening. It is so scary now that we do not have a hospital, an ER, or anything. Bowie Memorial Hospital was the only hospital in a 25-mile radius for the residents. But former hospital and city leaders say that after years of financial trouble, the hospital closed in 2020. Now, Bowie and surrounding communities and families like Ramona's are without immediate access to healthcare, a trend seen in many rural Texas communities. There are more than 600 hospitals in the state, but only about 160 are in rural areas, according to data from the Texas Hospital Association. This is the other Texas drought. The large multi-team project has been part of a collaboration between Texas Tech Public Media the Texas Newsroom, NPR, the PBS series Frontline, and the American Public Media Research Lab for a year-long investigation that looked into rural hospital closures in Texas. We found that in the last decade, 135 rural hospitals have closed across the U.S. Since 2005, 24 of these hospitals have closed in Texas, the most of any state in the U.S. Over the past year, we've traveled throughout Texas to take a close look at what is causing these hospitals to close and the ripple effects that it has on those small communities. I've poured through documents, spoke with healthcare professionals and residents, 
and found some trends about what's happening here in rural Texas. The drive from Lubbock has been a pretty straight shot, uh, but it's also just been a really long stretch of road with... Bowie lies in North Texas, hidden away behind miles and miles of farmland and winding roads that can go on for hours. These sites are more common than not. Texas is a big state with 254 counties, and 70% of those are considered rural. Um, it does eventually lead to the Welcome to Bowie sign and the world's uh, largest Bowie knife in front of it. Bowie is midway between Fort Worth and Wichita Falls. The oil and gas-driven community is small enough that you can drive on East Y Street, the main road, and see just about the whole town. You wouldn't be able to see the former hospital, though. Um, so I'm outside Bowie Memorial Hospital, uh, where it doesn't seem to have really been landscaped in quite a while. Um, the grass is overgrown. The, uh, the emergency services sign, let me see if I can. Bowie Memorial Hospital is tucked away into a quiet neighborhood. The hospital closed in early 2020, but the glass doors at the front still have the notice to the public taped up, informing them of the closure. This wasn't the first time that this has happened either. They've got the front locked up. I don't know why. <laughs> oh, you got the lights on. They must be getting ready to close. Are y'all locked up for the day, man? During my trip to Bowie, I met with Ramona at her salon, Main Attractions. She enters her salon and greets her three daughters. Ramona has owned this place for 38 years. I'm 56 and I moved here when I was 20, so I've lived here 36 years. And um, I, I married a guy from here, so we moved here. And I've watched us grow and I've watched us die. Bowie is a tight-knit community, full of families who have been here for generations, many of whom have experienced what it's like to not have healthcare access. Ramona remembers when it was a dire situation for her and her husband. A report from a local news station stated that the hospital only had the emergency room open. There are so many things that cannot be done by a paramedic or an ambulance that can be done in a hospital. There's no way that an ambulance could have saved my husband. They can't haul enough medicine on an ambulance. Ramona's husband nearly died from his heart attack. The nearest hospital was 20 minutes away, and without the open ER, his situation could have looked a lot different. So that 20 minutes is life or death, and that's what I've told everybody. People think 20 minutes is not far, but it's never going to be 20 minutes. The ambulance has to leave the fire department and go to where you're at. They have to try to stabilize you. They have to figure out... Bowie's okay, hospital has been closed for nearly two years leaving more than 5,000 residents without immediate access to a hospital. The main problem is one I've seen consistently in every town I've studied. It comes down to money and debt. Rural hospitals like the one in Bowie struggle with getting payments from patients. People have no idea how much money that the hospital did not collect because people, two things, people... Well, people had the resources to pay their bills and didn't. People didn't have the ability to pay their bills. And we, that, was, that was given. That was our responsibility to take care of those people, and the hospital did. 
Lynn Heller was the hospital administrator at Bowie Memorial Hospital for nearly 20 years. He left briefly and later returned to try and help pull the hospital out of a dire financial situation. Uh, the hospital was struggling because uh, people weren't paying their bills and the government uh, weren't paying what they should be paying to the hospitals and to doctors. Lynn is talking about how hospitals get reimbursed by the federal government through the Medicaid program, which is supposed to cover low-income people who can't afford services on their own. Those reimbursements have gotten lower due to federal budget cuts and Texas legislators not expanding Medicaid. Lynn says that in the time he was not working with Bowie Memorial Hospital, the hospital's debt had grown significantly. It was obvious that the hospital was going to have to have tax money to survive. So in an effort to pay off that debt and stay open, Lynn Heller and the Bowie Hospital Board came up with a solution by converting the area into something called a tax district. Which takes us back to World War I. As the United States entered World War I, and while thousands of refugees fled the Mexican Revolution, making their way into the U.S., the town of San Antonio established a charity hospital. But like so many other hospitals, funding became a problem. In 1954, a law passed for areas around the state to use property taxes to fund hospitals, and this was how hospital tax districts were started in Texas. According to our partners at the APM Research Lab, the Texas Comptroller lists 140 hospital districts in the state. APM also found that just over half of all the states use these special tax districts, but Texas has the most in the country. What that says to you is, is that we don't have enough of that commercial base to make up that cost difference, and so that's why we need local tax support. That's Kevin Reed with the Texas Organization of Rural and Community Hospitals, or TORCH. It's an advocacy group in Texas. The, the hospital business is a tough business. Even in a town like Bowie, it's a low volume. It's a 24-7 operation. So the, the lights are on, the air conditioner's on, the staff are there. But you're still going to have relatively low volume in a small town. When Reed says low volume, he means there aren't enough patients. With a small patient volume, a hospital can lose a big source of revenue, and the patients they do have don't bring in much money. What makes money in healthcare is basically hearts, knees, and hips, and general surgery. That's the specialty stuff. That's that's where the money is. There there is there is little or no money. Most of them no money in uh, in in grandma who comes to the nursing home and spends a few days in the hospital. That's general medicine. For towns like Bowie, becoming a hospital district is one of the best options to make up the difference in revenue. In order to become a hospital tax district, however, residents would need to vote on it. So Bowie took it to a public vote. So here we go again. Someone in Monte County wants your hard-earned money. And they've tried this before, but they failed. Back in 2015, Bowie was set to hold a public vote on becoming a hospital district. For a home worth $100,000, the homeowner would pay $170 a year to support the hospital. As the public prepared to vote, a group opposing the tax increase released this video on social media to publicize their arguments against the tax vote. Vote no, and together, we'll reconstruct Bowie to serve us. In this, a photo of Lynn Heller pops up, the former hospital administrator at Bowie. Then I resigned to head the campaign for the hospital district. 
And I had, I had a lot of support from different people. Lynn says he resigned because he wanted to make sure the public understood that this was a way to save the hospital. He wanted to relate to them, so he didn't want to be seen as a voice for the hospital. Uh, it's just a sad day. Sad day uh, that, that the people didn't understand what, what an asset that they had there. The residents of Bowie went to the polls, and the decision was made. The tax proposal failed by 184 votes out of the 3,280 votes cast. I, I didn't see that coming. I, I thought we had the support of a lot of people, but it, it, just, it just, wasn't, just wasn't enough. Bowie Memorial Hospital closed within three weeks of the vote. It was one of the saddest days of my life when the hospital closed. And we told them, since the hospital will close, people started calling the city office saying, we didn't really believe it was going to close, we'll change our vote. But there are a lot of uneducated people who have never needed a hospital who voted against it because, oh, I don't want my taxes to go up. So you would rather have someone in your family die by not having a hospital or an ER to save a couple hundred dollars a year. We heard from Ramona and Bowie earlier and how she nearly lost her husband to a heart attack. Thinking of her husband and the people she cared for in her hometown, she voted for establishing the hospital district. I am 100% for higher taxes or hospital tax, whatever we had to do to get it back. But there's a lot of people who don't feel that way, obviously because it didn't pass. As a result of the vote, the hospital closed in 2015, then reopened briefly by new owners in 2017 before closing again in 2020. Now, Bowie residents rely on two neighboring cities, both of which are 25 minutes away. And as Ramona mentioned before, every minute in an emergency counts. My husband, they told me another minute would not have lived, and I literally lived two minutes from the hospital. So I, I can't imagine anyone who has a loved one that they care anything about would not be willing to pay that tax to have something here to save lives. I, I will never understand that. Her husband's doctor told her that Randy will most likely have another heart attack within the next 10 years. My husband and I have decided that if we don't open a hospital back up or an ER, we won't retire here. Who wants to retire in a town where there's no medical facility? But the thought of uprooting our family and moving, I mean, it's not something I ever saw us doing. I thought we would be here till we died. So Bowie no longer has a hospital. Their only lifeline left is an ambulance. So what happens when a town is about to lose even that? In the next part of this series, I'll take you to a community meeting on a hot Tuesday evening where residents of a small rural town fight to keep their EMS station open. So we have to fix this. This has to be fixed. If Rawls folds, it folds the whole system.